Okay, so before the episode gets started, I needed to take care of a few administrative good milf duties. Uh, If you haven't done so already, subscribe, rate, and review on whichever listening platform you utilize for your podcast. It truly, truly helps me out so that I can be able to continue to share these awesome, crazy, funny stories with everyone. Follow the Good Milf podcast on Instagram and the way the algorithms work. Please save, share, comment, and like all of the posts that are on there. Um, I promise I'm going to be better on social media talking to other podcasting homies. They've told me I'm basically social media impaired and need to be way more active. But, you know, anyways, I also wanted to give a more thorough reasoning as to why I wanted to talk to the Proctors, the couple that are highlighted in this episode. When I first met them, and I've only met them twice, over the past two years. So when I first met this couple, the energy they gave off was just full of love, life, and gratefulness. And I really admired that. So, you know, and on The Good Milf, I usually talk about a lot of my crazy dating stories, other people's crazy dating stories and whatnot. And essentially, while that's all funny and relatable, it kind of can get a little depressing. So I decided I wanted to do a lovey-dovey episode on a couple that I thought could show everyone a different side of relationships. I actually didn't edit this episode that much because I really loved their banter and their different perspectives on the same events of their lives. They have an endearing dynamic and I really wanted to showcase that in this episode. And you know, sometimes I guide any guests on what we're going to do next. And there was, um, you know, I usually edit out background noise and conversation, but I didn't edit out a lot of my prompts and because of just everything that was going on, like I was just feeling the vibe. So I hope you all love this as much as I did when I was recording with them. And you probably want to get some tissues ready. <laughs> Enjoy. All right. Welcome to the Good Milk. This is Krista. And we have two very special guests today. I was introduced to this woman. She gives me total Real Housewives vibes, but minus the consumerism. And we're going to have her husband introduce her. Hi, I'm Cameron Proctor, and this is my wife, Ashley Flaxman Proctor. And we are the proud parents of Jackson, London, and Maddox Proctor, seven, six, and three. And uh, if you don't have children and you can have children, I would say have children. They're the most beautiful. I mean, it's, children are just everything. They're our world. They're yeah. perfect. People aren't perfect, but to us, they are. Like, they, they're a whole world. They're if very we didn't have special. Them, we would have no life. So, but yes, it's, it's been a dream come true for the last 10 years. This is really awesome because I've never had a married couple on the show before to talk about the ups and downs of marriage, life, kids. Um, Usually it's a bunch of, you know, crazy stories of divorced people and whatnot. It's like, why is the FedEx guy always coming by my house three times a day and I only get one package? Ooh, I don't know. Ooh, yeah. Maybe that's where two of the three kids came from. Oh, I I don't know. These kids look exactly like you guys, so I'm not even going to go down that road. It's just a joke. Anyway. Yeah. Tell me how you guys met, because I've heard heard this story vaguely through... What have you heard? uh, Well, I I know that you are Kubi's sister. Kubi. Yes. Tyler. Yep. 
Yes, Kubi's sister, Tyler's sister. Yep. But I don't really know how you guys met. We've met at the New Year's Eve party, and then one time last year in the summer, I vaguely remember. Yeah. But from what I've heard, from what you've told me, Ashley, I think it's a really good story. Like, the little bits I've heard are a really good story. So if anyone wants to jump in. I was working with Craig Wine at AutoSource, and he was very successful at the Navy Fed sales. So we were working the Navy Fed sale at the, I guess it's Oceana, uh-huh. right off Top Gun over there. Okay. So we're working that. It's a weekend sale. For cars? I, or for cars, okay. trucks, whatever we could bring, and a lot of the new and used dealers pay money to put their vehicles out there, and Navy Fed is a big sponsor, and you get a lot of military action. It's very robust. You can sell, you can sell 15, 20 over a two, three-day period. So... We're working the sale, and I look across the field, and I see Ashley, and she's wearing, well, I see her hair, and her hair, the first day. She does have really great hair. She's got great hair. She's got big hair. And <laughs> what year, what, what time frame is this? Like how? 2007, the year my father passed away. That's correct. Yep. Yep. Yep, because I went to the funeral with Craig Wine, the owner of Autosource, a good friend of mine. Very hard time for me, but I was staying busy, helping out with the business, my father's dealership. Yep, she was helping and out with Auto Depot. I was in the car, um, car industry, too. Yep. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't like, in Her it, like, was. working, but gotcha. they, they needed okay. my help that car day. Family. And they were like, can you help transport cars uh-huh. to this field? Um, car sale, I said, sure. So I jumped in a big van with all these dudes, men, whatever. To, to and move cars. I yeah. said, sure, let me go with it. So I just happened to put on like a cute little outfit because it was hot that day. And I had no idea he was even checking me out across the field. Across so, the field. continue. I've got a, a girlfriend at the time. That's oh. more of a, well, yeah. it's more, that's, of a, more of a working partner relationship. She had two children and she was just trying to, you know, just trying to pay the bills, and, and I was like, hey, we can work together. And how we got together is a whole other story, mm-hmm. which was another person going to jail, and she's flat on her back, no money, two kids, fresh baby. So it became a working relationship, mm-hmm. more than let's fall in love and build a family like I did with Ashley. So I see her across the field, and the first day I see her, her hair is straight. And, I, and I'm like, wow. And I ask, who is that? And they tell me. And I'm like, okay. Then the next day I see her, and she's done her hair with that little scrunch. But she's uh-huh. still got a lot of hair. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I tell her exactly how she is later, how I see her. And it, but it had been a few years because I ended up getting my own dealership. Uh-huh. On the boulevard to that's, wind it forward, you know. That's imports, correct? Imports yeah. of Tidewater. Yeah. I got it a couple years later on my own, and her brother ends up working for me, and he's selling cars, and then we kind of wean him and move him into a finance position. Mm-hmm. He's got a piece of ODU grad, got a degree, smart kid, good kid. So we move him into a finance position. We start teaching him the ropes and then management. And Ashley comes by. She's in the dentistry field. Right and she TV. stops by. Oh, so you guys aren't together yet? No. Oh, wow. He, oh, so he just saw me. Oh. Wow. Three yeah. years. Okay. It and marinates. three years. It marinates. Okay. He knew okay. all along, though. Oh, it's good. So, How'd you know? How'd you know? I knew it when I saw her. 
Real, like, it was just like a twinkle, like that's the one. When he was where he was before, he started getting the car business. Someone told him, he said, you gotta have kids, you gotta settle down. And then I think when he's, I don't know, I don't know what happened, it just clicked, I guess, right, babe? I don't know, just something told you in your brain. And we're coming up on 10 years of marriage uh -huh. and everything's been beautiful. So basically my brother, Tyler, started doing the finance there. Uh -huh. And I was right down the street working in the dental office as a mm -hmm. dental assistant, going to school to be a dental hygienist. And I would bring, I'm such a good sister. I would bring Tyler pizza. Like I'd bring him I lunch. I love it. She would bring lunch did you, to yeah. the dealership. Did you secretly do that hoping to see Mitch? Or no, 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 I had a boyfriend. Oh, okay, okay. Food. Well, it's a long story. Yeah. My mom, I live yeah. by myself. My mom, my father passed away when I was 20. It was very, very hard, but I'm, I had this boyfriend, and his parents were wonderful, and they kind of took me in. And after your and father passed, someone else got involved, and it wrecked that relationship, oh, and gosh, it made huh? you more a little bit vulnerable. And that's when the other individual boyfriend came into play. And I called you and said, no. Well, that's what happened. So he basically yeah. saw yeah. that I was going to be with this There's dude. There's a lot going on there. Let's just, let me just, one word to describe him. Okay, okay. Hippie. Oh, okay. That Hippie. was that's the okay. last okay. boyfriend. And he said, and then he talked to my brother Tyler and said, is your sister, what's her deal? He's like, she's a good girl, got a good job, you know, just wants a normal life. Father, you know, dad passed away. So he's like, okay. So he calls me and leaves me a message. He says, you know, hey, this is Cameron, and please call me back when you get this. So I called him back, and wh what do we do? We went to, you took me to the, you picked me up, you, we went in the convertible to the, to the Raven, right? Well, that was when there was a birthday party. Yeah. And we went to, the first <laughs> big date, I think, was the Sky Bar at the Hilton. For my girlfriend Jenny, my girl Jenny's birthday, we went there and. But they need to understand. That's where that, we hung out for the first time. But, but, but hold on, I want to get to it. I just want to understand that you that you had a boyfriend that really had no wanted to marry there. you. Had no intentions on Your father there. passed. You went through a situation. Then you got with the guy at the car lot, and it was wild and crazy. No, oh. no, David, that was in between the oh, hippie. God. And then what happened I didn't is... I need to bring that up. Yeah, well, that's what you had, though. See, it was the relationship guy, the, sta the stable guy that still has the job, and that was supposed... He, you know, he wanted you, and your dad said, no, that's, that's him. Yeah. Then, of course... After your father passed, things got a well, little. My father said not to little, do that. And not I, to get I with him. My head, yeah, and then so. he passed, and then and you were on your own at the home. Tyler was gone drinking. Brandon was out doing his thing. You're at this two-story house over here by yourself every night. Dad's gone. So then you're hanging out with crazy car guy, and yep. then that was why he called you, me though because you, he saw that I was hanging you were, out. With then, you heading, yep, then you were heading. Then you were heading to the hippie. And the only family you had was the hippie's family. But you didn't just call me because of no, that guy. No, I heard you were going to make a field. mistake. I heard that you were going to end up having to move in or get a place with the hippie, who's nothing but just, right. it's a small family business. The guy, you know, just like hang out and watch TV. And he's not going. It's, it's just a dead so, end. And he's a mama's boy because mama don't want to let him go. But so, but you you found this out. And I called her. And you called her. Mm -hmm. And, and her. all and then you all you kept thinking about was her hair and that hair. Three does years not need to be. prior. Yeah. Never never slipped my mind. Wow. Yeah. Told yeah. her what she was wearing. What was she wearing? 
It was jeans, and she changed her hair twice. I love that. <laughs> so, okay, so then, okay. So you called her, told her, like... I left her a message. You left her a message. She called you back. What was that conversation? I don't remember calling back, but I remember we went out for Jenny's birthday at um, Sky Bar, uh-huh. and we he happened... I guess Tyler invited you because we're for you. Brent, Brent, you know Brent. Brent, Brent put Love it together. Brent. Oh, yes. He passed yes. Love away. Brent. Yep. Um, but we, it was because of his, or Jenny's birthday. She was dating Brent at the time. We all just went because we all, we were all just mutual friends. Yep. Leslie and went with you. I was there, but here's what happened. Okay. Stag. Here's, here's the moral of the story. We met up and that night of that, the night we went to Sky Bar, I went home with him. And then next morning, um, he took me on the jet ski to my house and Wait, what? She woke up and saw water. We yeah. Were my house I woke on up the water. and I saw nothing yes. but water, and I was like, oh my gosh, what did I just do? And then I turned over and I see him sleeping, and I was like, oh my gosh. And then, so I went home, and then you called on me. On a jet ski. I took her home. And you were like, honey, you were like, honey, you were wasting, you didn't do anything, but um, can we can we hang out? So I went back over there, and we just hung out, and then I went to work the next day, which was Monday. Then he said, um, can you help me go pick out furniture? And I was like, oh. I, then I was Whoa, this guy, what is going on here? And and I'm telling you, we went and picked it out, and then I started got all my stuff clothes, in my house, and I started, never went back home. Started moving clothes. I went and packed my stuff up right away. Uh-huh. So literally, we, so got, you knew too, we got together in July. Okay. We got engaged in September. Papa had a married nice Married in February. Wow. Been together 10 years. It'll be 10 years in, what, three weeks? February 12th. So it's yep. been, I mean, you just know when you know. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I'm really curious about this jet ski situation. So you woke up in the morning and you were like, I'm going to take you home. Well, I need to ride home. And so the the, the waterway was... Yeah. A, a minute and a half yeah. on that is the hilarious. jet ski. <laughs> on, it's the eastern branch of the Elizabeth River. It's it's a rental property we own yeah. and it is gorgeous. And that's where we had Jackson in London. Yeah. And so fun. It's oh just gosh. a wonderful little, Incredible. it's a coveted neighborhood. It's beautiful. So what did you say to her? Like, let's, I'm going to drop you home. And then well, you're like, just I, get I on the jet ski. Like, I was, well, I'm trying to she actually was dating a guy. Uh-huh. And but that's when I told I her. I called her and said, I left her a message. You're making a mistake. Oh. And then the guy she was dating wasn't even the guy that had the comment. It was the other guy that she was hanging out with the bad boy. So she had a bad boy that was in her ear that was married with children. Okay. Okay. Crazy. So, so his wife hated her because he was hanging it's out with drama. her. Okay. And then, then cool she's though. got a boyfriend because the family loves her and she's got a home-cooked meal and a safe space. Yeah. I can't blame her. Yeah. Because her, 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 her dad and passed. I, he saw me across the field and... And, I, like, and then you kept coming to the car lot, and then I would then I would be at the no car lot, and I would well, shoot out to, to the car. Ask, ask I'd come out to the car and say, hey, and she would just crawl back in the window. Well, because the woman she you was, was with. Like, was uh, a, okay. She was, were, she was a, like, a devilish witch. woman. She was like a witch. She was yeah. a witch. She's she just, very well, controlling. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not good. We go, this recent, on episode 10, we talk about red flags, toxic relationships, and stuff like that. Toxic. Yeah. Toxic. Mm, was, I beg. No, I would no toxic not no, that's leave. not the word. It's mean. I help with those children and that's what I do. If yeah. I see children, I help. Okay. I actually really love I like how there wasn't really like a long courtship time frame. Like you guys knew. Yep. You move it in. 
Yep. You got married or got, got engaged, yep. got her a ring, got, and then got married by February, yep. and then it was quick. Yeah, no, I love that. And babies, and then the babies. Yeah. Well, there's also an age gap. That's another thing. Okay. A lot of people see like they kind of roll their eyes, or like he's too old. Or, In the beginning, you know, they said that. But honestly, I, I've actually followed a few women on Instagram that have these. You know, the gap with the yeah, relationship, the age gap, and it actually works out better. A lot better. Than uh-huh. what, the, if, you, if you guys, what's the age gap? Well, I'm 33, and he's just turned 56. 20, so it's like 20, yeah, 20 some years. Yeah. 23. It's in episode 10, the, my cousin that was on the episode, his relationship, his partner is, it's, tw- he's 22, they're 22 years apart. Are they, and they're probably fine. And right? they're, per, they're, it's amazing. We'll see yeah, what happens. It's, it's I see maturity. You have to have a, a maturity a level lot there. Of success like, stories. But you give me really young vibes, Mitch. Oh yeah. Like you oh, give my. me young. He, youthful. he has a story. He has a story to tell about his whole past. It's. Do you want to? Do you feel comfortable talking about your story? I know your story individually because your story is amazing. It's a come up story yep. from nothing zero it's to one hundred. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful because. Because when you guys met, where was he on that come up journey? He was not even, not even close. I mean, he was just starting out. I mean, I got with you in, in 10 and you started in 05. So he was five years in, mm-hmm. working a lot, a lot of hours. And you finally realized that you were at yeah. the point where you're ready to start a family. So yep. you were, yep. yeah, like five years in. Yeah. So. Do you want to go, because... To bring this back a little bit, so the theme was, you know, Housewives of Virginia Beach because Ashley is a total MILF. She is very gorgeous, very beautiful, and you are, correct me if I'm wrong, a stay-at-home mom for the most part. Yeah. You I know. Mean, I'm, I'm with Maddox. And yeah. Because you have three kids. She business. But she, I've helped yep. in the past with, um, yep. when we first so got together, I was Jackson with went with us. We yeah. drug, we drug Jackson we with us. We worked every day together. And we tried to drag London, but it was getting hard yeah. dragging too. But when we first started, she was in the dental field and she was able to quit her job and work for the family and actually, business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we dragged Jackson with us, building trucks. She helped buy trucks. We, mm-hmm. we transported trucks. Okay, so you're essentially the... So we worked together to build this truck okay, business. that's exactly what I was going to get at. Okay. It was there. Mm-hmm. It was set. We worked well together. But we worked together to, to bring more to it. Yeah. And, and, and that's, you know, that's what it takes. So what exactly is the, how did your come up come about? Like whatever you're comfortable with saying. So from when you started, because you were talking about the FBI invest uh, yeah, stuff. So the, whatever you want to talk about in the beginning. And then you had mentioned having nothing. And then now, like literally, I you guys have everything now. In 2003... I was released after a decade and a half, almost 11 years in federal prison. And and it saved my life. Going to prison saved your life? I, have, I had another, I had a friend on too that she had been to jail for um, trafficking. He had, really, he had a really hard upbringing. 
And she said that that saved her life also. She was in jail and that saved her life. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a drug addict. I didn't mm-hmm. do drugs. No, he was fine. It wasn't, no. had nothing yeah. to do with that. Yeah, my friend either. She was just she was was trafficking the, yeah. big stuff and she got the caught. Movement yeah, the movement of the, the, the logistics, yes. And the people. And, and things have changed. It's not like it used to be, and, it, and it's getting because worse they, every day. When they got him, he, they, he had, it's getting worse he had every nothing day. on him. There was it's nothing a dry conspiracy. It was all it's, just it's people The United States out, and South basically. Africa have the dry conspiracy, and, and they've changed it a little, but it's still there. So, what's the, to, What do you mean dry conspiracy? I've never heard that. Okay, uh, testimony is evidence. Therefore, you don't have to actually get caught on a wire. You don't have to have money, uh, controlled buys or sales. It's a dry conspiracy is they can have testimony of people testifying against you, add that up and put the weight on you, and they don't catch you with anything or the money. Oh, wow. Put a conspiracy charge on you and give you 30 to life. Wow. I did not know that was a thing. Yes, ma'am. That is a thing. But nowadays, can they do that? It's gotten a little bit tougher. They've changed some of the laws a little bit. But it still is the United States of America. So if you play, they can make you pay. You got to be careful mm-hmm. with that. And um, I got out in 03. It gave me a five-year special, which means you have to report every 30 days. Federal probation, go downtown. They want to know if you're clean, you, you piss, and you report where you're living, where you work, and they mm-hmm. pop up on you. And so winding it forward quickly... I got my license to sell cars, so I became a, a card licensed car dealer, and I got my license to sell real estate. Oh. I caught the tail end of the real estate, and I, I don't know, I wrote and I wrote and closed a million in ninety days in flip flops and shorts, and it was boring because it was where I seersucker suit and I like flip flops and shorts <laughs> and I still sold it and did it and then I found out I could flip I met a woman that had a title house and she the, the true definition of a flip is a double simultaneous closing without holding chain of title and I learned that so therefore I would find a property that was distressed I banged up a corporation with an accountant I'd buy the property I'd sell it to myself, pull the equity out, use. You just hustled. That's what it sounds like. You literally came okay, out. Okay, so let's get into the car business. How did you get in the car business, babe? Yeah, well, you got to use the money to, to, to get the property up. Then you turn around as a realtor and you get 100% firm. That's what I did. I left the, I'm not going to pay you to work. I'm going to pay 100% firm, work for myself, stab a sign, sell it again. So I did that a half a dozen times. I took the seed money because the market crashed. And when the market crashed, I knew I didn't have the pockets to flip because it crashed. So I took my seed money, and I used that to go full into the automotive business. And I built that into... What made you want to do the automotive business? Why? I had a car lot when they kicked my door in. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. No, I just think it's amazing. Like, you come out, you don't have anything, nothing. you don't have nothing. Yeah, and the rumor like, was I had a million in cash. I had nothing. If I had a million in cash, I'd have 10 million in cash right now. I don't. No, but that just that, like, perseverance and grit to hustle and make it, I think, is amazing. From having a, an alleged uh, charge or dry conspiracy or whatever it's called to getting out, having nothing, and literally, like, you guys live in a beautiful big home, beautiful kids. 
beautiful wife, everything. Like, it's, it's literally mm-hmm. the American dream, you it's know? Mm-hmm. Even, you know, I don't know, minus prison, but like coming from zero. But I feel yeah. like if he, if he never went there, he wouldn't be where he is right yeah, that's now. Yeah, and that's what he's saying. You, that saved I, your life. I, I, I smiled. Yeah. I had a good time. And it also helped him because he looks, he doesn't look a day over. I, that's why I said, he, I was like, you guys give me like, like both of you give me young vibes. And, but I didn't realize that there was an age gap. Like, I never even... That really? never crossed my mind, ever. Like, I honestly thought you guys were, like, 30, 40s, like, in that time, you know, in that age range because yeah. of the... Just, yeah, because the vibes. Like, the, yeah, yeah, you guys are youthful. Like, you're yeah. fun. Anytime I've talked to either of you, it's, like, happy-go-lucky. Like, nothing yeah. fucking stupid, you know? Sorry, I cuss a lot. You're good. That's the ace cusser right there. He cusses I'm doing good. I'm not I told him he's got to control their mouth kids. It's a little, you know, they like to repeat sometimes. You know how kids are. Yeah. So. Everything's going great. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, you you learn every day and that's what, that's what life's about is learning. It's a learning experience. We've opened another business. We've got a. Oh, what's the other business? Agriculture. Oh, okay. Right on. I um, majored in international um, agricultural economics, so mm-hmm. that's like... Okay. We, yeah. bail, we bail hemp. We have oh, a, hemp. That's yeah. actually a good yeah. one yeah, to get into. Yeah. That yeah. is smart. Is. Good one. Yeah. So we bought, a, uh, been, we bought the uh, Oracle 2000, which is about a $400,000 machine, uh-huh. and we bail hemp in Oklahoma. I was going to ask where. So o- o- Oklahoma and Oregon. That's so amazing. That's a lot of farmland out there. We've got that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you have you guys gone out there, or it's all just I've like got a par- I've got you a, a partner. Well, yeah. I've got a guy that's. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's. He, I call him partner. He's a good friend of mine, mm-hmm. and he is a grower, and he understands. So we are moving through this. It's an economic struggle because they overgrew it. So you had a thirty-eight, roughly a thirty-eight dollar. Uh, price per pound that dropped down to eight for the excuse me for the for the biomass which is a a good cbd rated hemp biomass and it dropped down hard because everybody jumped in it and grew a ton so a lot of people went bankrupt because they 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 over leveraged on equipment and that's what happens Mm -hmm. so uh, if the marijuana industry becomes more open and legalized federally everywhere. Where you, are you thinking of changing that hemp farm into a marijuana farm? Well, the thing about hemp and CBD and CBG, it is a it, it's a medicinal purpose drug, mm-hmm. and it's not you're not looking for the high content. You're looking for the medicinal purpose, yeah. and there's so many things that they're using hemp for, mm-hmm. and that's where we saw the opportunity. Now the baler within itself, it's a wet dry baler, and it can bale mm-hmm. most anything. So. If the hemp business itself were to plummet, the value in the machine is still there. Ah, okay. We, we own the business and the machine, therefore, you know, we have some value. But I would like to see this business carry on for a few years. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, Ashley, did you know about the federal prison stint when you met him or anything like that? 
All right, so now I think this is a good time. Take a little break and hear from our sponsor, Anchor. And now, back to the show. Or like, when did he, that, when did you find out? Did you know a little bit? Or was it like, one day he was just like, can I tell you something, honey? I was in prison. I mean, I'm trying to remember because or was, when we got together, it was just so like blissful. Everything was just Like it wonderful. didn't even, the past was, didn't matter. I didn't even know. Like I knew he was with a woman that was not nice and she, you know, probably didn't like me very much because whatever, but I, I didn't even think about that. No. Yeah. I, when did I find that out? Did you tell me about that? I don't know. Like maybe, maybe my brother. I mean... I don't really remember. Yeah, I don't. That was not a big deal. I feel like that's not like a public. That was not a big deal to me at all because I knew that he was very successful. He was a great person, wonderful person, and you know, doing well. So Mm -hmm. I didn't care about that. That didn't mean anything to me. Yeah, the game got messed up. I mean, what do you mean the game? Uh, the game. It just got messed up. I mean, the dealing game. It's changed. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's changed bad. It's not like it used to be. Um, if you don't, if you feel comfortable talking about what was the dry conspiracy charges, it was uh, I think roughly forty-seven keys of coke. Okay. What they do is, and they they add it up. They just take testimony, and testimony is evidence. You'll learn this, you know, mm-hmm. if you go to court and you get a grand jury and you start having people swear on the Bible, and they start to tell a story then a prosecutor with a typewriter they mm-hmm. they take this down as evidence testimony at a grand jury is evidence and if they say that you bought or you sold over a certain period of time a certain amount of drugs no matter what it is if it's illegal they add it up and then this enables them to build a case against you and then they get witnesses that will testify against you and they come after you. And that's how a conspiracy works. Gotcha. Okay. I love that you said that that wasn't even an issue. Or like you didn't even think about that, Ashley. Um, but do you remember seeing him when he saw you in the field? No. I had no idea. <laughs> I, was, I had no idea. I, didn't even, I don't even think so he even crossed paths. I that was going to go across the field. I, I told her if I had gone across the field... That'd have been it. The other girl was out and she was in. But see, I was with, Done. I was kind of with, I had my eyes on another person that I shouldn't have. It was kind of like, yeah, that's weird. right. Like, well, the reason, here's the part, I, that's why I didn't want to leave the guy out, the bad boy. The bad boy. It's always listen, the bad boy. He it's broke, always the bad boy. The bad it boy is, you called. Know. Yep. But the bad oh, boy yeah. made it happen. The bad right. boy Took broke me away up from the good from boy. The good boy oh, my gosh. Who's Looking still brokenhearted and had to settle. And it's funny that I just sent Craig Wine, Autosource, who went to the funeral for Paul with me, a picture of us just yesterday. This is just kind of crazy how this timing thing is. But I'm Aquarius, so there it is, because it's the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Now, what you need to do now, podcast, or whoever people's listening, is you need to look into astronomy and the planets and the time frame and how all everything's lining up. I actually watched a video last yep. night about 2021, 2022, it's like everything coming. that's going to happen it's this year, coming. and it was wild. Wild. It's... Like all like, and then it was really neat because she talked about the last time like certain planets were aligned, what mm-hmm. happened during that time, and there was one that I remembered specifically like, 
during the same time that these planets are aligned right now, it was the basically the industrial revolution era with like gas, fossil fuels, everything like mm-hmm. that. But now it's happening again, but it's going to be clean energy. We, we still got to work with both of those in order to have so, an economy. Mm-hmm. But um, Are you guys both super into astrology or is it just kind of like a... I'm. I love. I love. The, no. I love. I love it's it. More She's. Him. It's more me uh-huh. than her. And I really. He feels like, it. He feels it. Like last night, he was like, "I stayed up because of the moon. The full moon. There was, yeah, it was yeah. like a wolf moon full or something. You got it. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was the wolf moon. Yeah, I, like, I saw yep. it online. Yep. Well, actually, it was the bad boy that heard the recording when I called. Not, okay. Not the boyfriend. Whoa, we missed this part. Yes. Okay. So when I called and left the message and said, don't do it, don't move in with this guy. Not the bad boy, but the boyfriend. So she's got a boyfriend and she's got the bad boy she's hanging out with. Well, the bad boy's like, oh, that dude's a joke. Forget him. Because, of course, he's married with a family and he's got her on the side. A so hottie. why would you yeah. want anybody to mess that up? He wants his cake so and he needed to. You got exactly. it. He's not making a move. He's just playing her. And then she's got the mom comfort food with the hippie. But I know that's like a, that's like a, dead, hippie, end. That's a dead end. And it's like, you're going to move in with that. I said, you're making a mistake. I got a place. If you need a place, I got you. Boom. And then it turned into more than that. But you knew all along that, it that you wanted me. More than but she, he was giving me the option. Basically, what yeah. he was doing was letting me know that that dude is, you're, you're way too good for that dude. You need to come. And if you don't want to be with me, that's fine. But at least come stay upstairs. Yeah. And I had a four you. bedroom but on here's the water. The thing. It was new. We hung out one time and that was it. Like I never even went up there one time. Like I packed all my bags the first time I stayed the night and that was it. Like I was back over there. It and it's been ten years. So when was the first time you noticed him? Was it at that birthday party at the Sky Bar? No, it was at the car lot. So that it was, was at the car he, lot. Because he would walk out. I was I never went in. Did I actually pull up? Tyler would come out, but he would come out because I guess she would somehow see me. And <laughs> she would like, I would shoot. Right like, now. It's 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 it was just like, like, another chance. I was like, another another chance. Chance. I'd shoot right out. I was nervous too. I was like, because I, like, I knew he was dating that girl. I was like, I don't want her to like. That's right. Because yeah. I actually hung out with his ex. Me and his ex, we would go to that biker bar right, right around the there corner. On oh, and me and her would have drinks together. We would hang out and talk. And then she'd go back to work. I don't even know why I hung out with her. It was like yeah. weird. But because she was actually hanging out with me and the bad guy a couple times. She probably uh, tried right. to the bad, bad boy. Guy. The bad boy. Oh, she was. Yeah. She was. Anyways, so yeah. It was it was all just kind of strange and weird. Mm. But then, you know, he kept seeing me pull up and he knew what he wanted and I like that he wasn't, so. you, from what I can gather, he wasn't too forceful, though. Like, not too aggr- assertive no. or aggressive. He was just like, she'll come. He like, made it known. Yeah, he made, made it known. known like, which I'm so glad around. he did. Like, um, I feel like yes. that's was, that was, like, the central idea. It was like, she'll come around. If I could go back, I would not change anything about how it all went down. Would you? Oh. No. Would you? It probably went quick. Boom, boom, boom. Just like that. I mean, everything was perfect. It was, it was a perfect cute. wedding. We had a perfect honeymoon. Oh, yep. Yep. We went Hobie Catton for the first yep. time together. Yep. He's done a lot of his first with me oh, because he okay. had never been on, you know, on any cruises, yep. any you know Caribbean trips. Nothing. You know, we've done a lot of firsts together. So that's beautiful. that's really special. Too. That is very so. special. I I had all these like first date questions, but it's like not really relevant to this because the way your love story evolved, and I just think that's it's, crazy. So now I'm kind of like. 
dumbfounded. I'm like, crap. <laughs> yeah. Like, there wasn't, like, an actual kind of courtship. It kind of just, like, this is what it was. it's supposed to be. Yes, If that makes sense. Yep. Well, like he said, okay, for example, The Bachelor. Do you watch The Bachelor? No. Okay. Well, people that watch The Bachelor would know. The, there's one, one guy or one girl. Uh-huh. And a lot of other people competing for his or her love. I'd say a, there's a rose. So, I know there's a yeah, rose. Yeah, there's a rose. Right? They give okay. out. So basically what he said was, was he would, if he, if Mitch was a bachelor, he would look at somebody and know, you're the one, you're not the one. Yeah. So basically okay. he was like, when I saw you, we hung out. He knew that I was the one and that was it. And I knew the same with him. So that's it. That's oh how it all, it just, and now you it's, guys it's are wild. married, three Cause kids. Because a lot of, I know, I know that's kind of rare. I don't, I don't know if that happens. I don't know if like this type of thing happens a lot, but. It's just been probably. I was you know, gonna, I, you know, I was gonna say when I met my ex husband, we actually it was really fast too. Yeah, and we were together overall ten years. Okay. Um, before I divorced him, but when we met, it was whirlwind. We met. We went on a camping trip together. Not like real camping. It was like cabin. So it was glamping. Yeah, glamping. There you go. Yeah. And then literally, uh, my lease was up at my apartment, and he was like, "Why don't you just move in with me?" And I was like, "Uh, "Are you sure?" He's like, "Yeah, you're cool Mm -hmm. as fuck. Let Let's do it." And then we moved in together. Uh, We moved to Florida. We got married. We and then. That was it, but ha- but that ten years flies by. Yeah, it was by so fast, and then I divorced him. So, but I mean, but I mean, when it are you started, are you happy now? No, I'm way happier. Yes, yeah, yes. it's a congratulations something, divorce. Something happened. That's another podcast. Story. Yeah, that's another. Now, who's going to interview you for that one? We probably won't talk about that one for Uh-oh. a while. Okay, because <laughs> that divorce is recent. I just divorced him last year. No, but when I met first my ex-husband, those first couple of years, they were fast and it was like a perfect love story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. like what it is. It didn't turn out in the end, but there was other factors. So what you're saying too. is we're blessed that we yes. we had that quick, yes. but we're like, wow. Yeah. We're actually, believe it or not, we're, ble- we're best friends. And a lot of people see us together all the time. I'm sure they're probably wondering how we There's pick up no the family. kids together. There's no we, family to help. We us. do we do everything together. It's insane. I was like, gonna ask that how you guys how you both feel that about your marriage. Like what is keeping the marriage alive? That us. it's oh, like us. Well, why don't you tell me what you do at night? What do you guys do at night? We well it would be it would be a great I think Can we, we could sell it, but it would be really <laughs> sexy. We okay, okay. Can, oh I, can I get God. sexual? You can do whatever you want. Oh. Mine's explicit uh, rating podcast. You can talk about whatever you want. Unreal. It's just, I mean, it's for a guy great. his age, it's it's unbelievable. It's great. We just have great sex. That's great yeah, sex. I, mean, I mean, I I just feel like that's what's keeping the yeah no the that's fire well, going, a firm I guess thing. I think in all relationships that's important. The spark. But it's, it's also the spark there's I mean you have to do that though. I feel like when we don't like if we go more than like two days oh. without. Then she's like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's tough. No, it's right. totally every day. It's totally every day. And it's like, well, we have three kids. Yeah. You don't have any family. You're not going out partying. What What are you going to do to really Well, it's tough. It's Virginia you know? Beach. I mean, really. It's cold. This place is, you know, I don't care if it's hot. You know, the best thing you got is to go, ride, go hang out at the beach, go to the strip, walk on the beach, stuff like that. This is not Miami. It's not Lauderdale. It's not Chicago. Yeah. It's not LA. I like Virginia Beach is family not, friendly. It's it great. Is, yeah. It's family friendly. Yeah. It's for children. It's for family. It is, but we don't have a lot of family. So I'm it's having, been us. I'm grandpa, daddy, family. uncle, aunt, He's cousin. Our, yeah. I'm everything, uh-huh. and, and and she is too. Yeah. Because we don't have that, and then 
the help you have to pay for, which is fine. So but let me, you, but let you me, can let only find one that. or two good girls yeah. that love the kids and they love the girls. It's, it has they go not, to college. It has not always been peaches and you know peaches and cream because we've it's, had our arguments. Yeah, he has a very short temper. Of course, you know, and it, it hasn't always been easy because it's just been the two of us. We don't have a lot of help. We don't have a lot of family. It's us. Like we don't have any advice. We've done this all on our own, pretty much, mm-hmm. raising the kids up, going by day to day. So it's a lot of people. We've, we've had to get through some ups and downs. Grandparents. But I feel like that's what kind of makes you stronger. You yeah. Know? Do you want? Can, do you feel comfortable going on any um, any significant down where when after you guys came back up, you were mm-hmm. you were felt stronger? I don't even know. Like. The only thing we argue over is is stupid stuff. It's 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 him really it's, getting mad over like big like little things over, and yeah, there's no. It's and the not, next it, day he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, nothing. babe. Stupid. I love you. It's not infidelity. Like, it's not like where were you till six in the morning? It's no, never it's that. Nothing. We're it's always here. Mm-hmm. We're always together. It's it's it's, just it's bickering. normally bickering, it's normally bickering over. Uh, duties. The kids. Oh, it's the, the kids. kids. It's the kids. And that's where, like, we don't, you don't get a break. I was, I was, yeah. We talk about this in part two you of episode 10. It's like the self-care, especially for parents. Yeah. So, like, what do you guys do for self-care, whether it's separate, together? One we night try, a week. We try, we to try but lately it's hard to get dinner. one night a week because of COVID. And energycare.com. Most of them, they'll she'll put this beautiful thing on, and then and then they'll like respond, but they won't. Come. One girl came the other day, and she hung out for what a couple of hours. We yeah. paid her, and then now she won't answer. She won't respond. I think like maybe they were too much. The kids are a lot, mm-hmm. but they're just super healthy, super smart. They got a lot energetic. of energy. They're a lot of, yeah, they're, they're a lot. lot. You see they're them. Smart, they're smart though. I remember when we were here for on New Year's and we were playing playing dice. Yeah, My she, kids the, throw the, the bones. The girl, yeah, oh, yeah. The little girl. She like knew what was going on. I yeah. was like, hey, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's so, a lot. But, but you normally try one night a week date. Nor try. Okay. We're supposed to. We You're do. supposed to. When yes. I was praying with Maddox, we went to Hearth, our favorite restaurant, Hearth. Is that Virginia the one? Is that Virginia Beach or Alaskan or Virginia Beach? It's off Norfolk Avenue. No, well, yeah, 17th Street, 17th Street uh-huh. right around Mediterranean. Literally, my favorite restaurant. And Clint, every time he I go is there, part of it's, Sam, uh, Big Sam's. It's the, the guy best. that came from Big Sam's opened up Hearth. Yeah. He's the chef and the owner. I've been to a couple places, and honestly, it's hard to be. Every Arth. time I'm like, it's hard to the be. drinks, the food, it's just so consistent. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's where we love. So yeah. That's where you know we try to just go to dinner. There's not really much else to do. I don't. I don't want to take him into a bar because I would I mean, hate for LG's something to go wrong. Coastal and then him terrapin, flip you know. out. So mm-hmm. I don't want to put him in that position. Okay. We have way too much to lose for him to, yeah. you know, have somebody hit on me or say something, and then him like because he's bad. I, have a had problem. I can see that happening too because you're totally in based. this so town. Yeah, this is a, this town here's yeah, it's tough. So the date nights, do you guys, is there any time where you guys are like, I just need time to myself, and then what you do for that self-care? I actually, for years, have listened to music, okay. and what I do mm-hmm. is listen to music. So okay. I catch an hour or two. Do you play any two, instruments? Uh, not really, you uh-huh. know, 
piano a bang bit. around on the piano, but I like to listen to the headphones or you okay. know, and when the kids when everybody's down, yep. I'll get an hour or two, have a few drinks and listen and to music. And we exercise at the gym. Yep. Oh, I've been taking yep, Ashley's training with me at the gym. What do you guys tra- what do you is it just like regular working out or um, anything? It's power like power bodybuilding. Just okay. Straight up. She's okay. actually deadlifts. I trained her before, yeah. She does the three lifts. She does what? the deadlift, the squat, the I bench, can see that. straight okay. bar curls, everything. I just want to okay. Clean press. So Ashley was standing on her porch. She's got these leggings on. She's got her midriff out, got her tank top, and she looks so good. And I was like, oh my God, why does she look so good today? Like, yeah. Well, you look good every day. I just mean like, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. She's something. I'm actually, I'm actually, my weight now is is, before I got with him. I have not been down to my weight now since before I got with him. It's on, I don't even know. 33, three kids. There's girls in college that are in their early 20s. And they're on the treadmill killing it, trying to get it in shape. And my yeah. wife's got shorts on. Now and they're babe. benching and deadlifting. And there ain't a bit of cheese. Well, babe, it just, it's honestly. Wait till this summer. It's genetics, folks. If you think I don't Ferrigna, Schwarzenegger, like and Zane didn't know what they were doing. And that's all Dorian Yates did and took the trophy for years. And those are the top. Guys, well, he, now I haven't read a magazine in years, in but I just named. He worked the out real every guys. day, and he worked out with some of the best, like five hundred and something. Uh-huh. That's what they did. That was like their deal. That's, 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 all, that's, that's, that's all you can do, yeah. right? And, like, you have to yeah. learn. You have to train. Like you train um, each other. Yeah. And so that's what they did. So yeah, basically, train. I have a personal trainer for. My husband, which yeah, is great. Yeah, I don't want awesome. to pay him, so <laughs> I pay him. Well, you know, a lot of people, funny, lot but, of yeah. people still so. have it confused. They don't really understand the science behind it, and it's not a lot of cardio. Mm. It's not. I hate cardio. No, Thank, it's you for, not. Thank you for it's telling it's me that. Not I hate cardio. Cardio it's boring. not a lot of cardio. It is power bodybuilding. It's your basic compound secondary movements. And, you know, you need to eat your protein and your complex carbohydrates. And we can get it a branch chain aminos. But here's the thing. It's really, it's, 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 it's genetics, but, it's, but you have to do your compounds and your secondaries. you got to move weight because when you do that, you build muscle. And then when you're sleeping, you are burning your fat and your calories. You're eating it and you're turning it into muscle. See, muscle make, it weighs more than fat, and it helps you to shape your body. This is body structures, body shaping. That's why it's bodybuilding. So if you want to look good and be able to eat and drink, because I eat and drink, I drink every day. I drink every day, and I don't mean just water. I drink rum, I drink beer, I drink whiskey, and I go to the gym, and I'm getting stronger. And, and I've lost, my wife lost what 12 pounds right off the bat just it's running crazy. around working even, out I don't, and I, I don't I, was, I still don't know how I mean I, lost I don't like, like I said I don't diet 14 pounds and the thing of it is is, it's is running the muscles kids. there the oh, strength you know, yeah, I got it you got a little yeah. girl it's yeah right you got girl, right? kids yeah. but you girl. do you lift weights you I lift weights I need to Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. actually been really, really quiet. So we'll go ahead. We'll take a little break, and I'm then we'll wait for you to come back. Yeah. Make sure. That, yeah. Make sure that. Yeah. When they're quiet, I feel that's one of the, the worst time. Thank you so much. No worries. No worries. Okay. Well, the weightlifting in the morning uh-huh. is helping her too, mm-hmm. and it's helping me because it's time together 
that we can do something for ourselves. That's what I was I'm doing say. it for yeah. you, you're doing it for me, but you're doing it for you. Yeah. And I'm doing it for me. And then after that, it's okay if you want a piece of cake. It's okay if you drink yeah. three rum and cokes. Who cares? Because you have stoked the fire. You eat a good breakfast, you work out hard for, you know, 45 mm-hmm. minutes to an hour. And if you're bodybuilding, if you're if you're squatting and deadlift, these are compound movements. You're working the whole body. When you deadlift, we, we do deadlifts, shrugs, cleans, presses on that mm-hmm. day. But, I mean, you work the whole body. Mm-hmm. And, and that right there helps your body release dopamine. It helps your brain feel better. It helps you sleep better. It helps you relax. It helps your posture. It helps you burn fat. There's so much. Is it, is it Plato? Is it Socrates? Maybe both of them that said this. You have to exercise. Yeah, no, I uh, You have agree. to exercise. And I like that you guys do that together. That, like, yes. Even, like, because, like, obviously the kids aren't there. We did it before. And then she started having kids. Yeah. We went to brute strength when I mm-hmm. lived at the waterfront house. And then here come the babies, and she didn't have time. Yeah. So I tried to make it, and I'd work out here, work out there. But then I said, you're going back. As soon as they're in school, he can go. There's a daycare in the morning. Maddox plays. We lift weights for an hour. And it's work, and she's loving it. Yeah, I love the that you guys do that together. And, and it's that, important. Yeah, so then that's like another part of your relationship dynamic mm-hmm. where it's just you two figuring each other out in that aspect and like your own quality time, even though like Maddox is like next door at the babysitter at the gym, it's still you and her's quality time together, even if it's just working out. And I point that out and I point that out sometimes and that helps us. That's our support for each other because sometimes shit happens. You're going to blow up. You're going to have if an If he argument. doesn't work out, yeah. he's uh, a mess. After a couple of days, yeah, you want to work out. You got to work you're out. actually doing really good because we haven't been since like Thursday. Yep. But so. I mean, dude, we crushed it. But it's good. Oh, yeah. But he's really like an integral part of my life mm-hmm. and like everything like about me and I know that might seem like insecure no. or like no, it, dependent no, it of me no. but I'm I'm really an independent person like I'm fine with my kids and like but we're just so close it's it's kind of yeah, no, might be weird it's, but no it's super neat like you articulated that he's your best friend yeah best yes. friend and then sex and then the quality time together like that's like, like I, the I trifecta like this, mm-hmm. for like a long lasting marriage <laughs> I, feel like I feel like the, that's the vibe I'm getting right now. I've talked to other women, too, about this, and they say that the intimacy is so important mm-hmm. that if you don't have that, at least, you know, yeah, I feel frequently, then you're, you're going to, it's good. There's going to be some distance. after the kids, too. I think that's like where the, where it comes, yeah. where it's harder to get it's that easy. intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. Like after the and kids. Especially because a lot of, you know, women, they have kids and then they start nursing and then it's like they, they don't want to, they're not into that whole intercourse sex thing. Yeah. Like they're like, don't really, they're not into it. Like mm-hmm. I've got a girl that tells me like, I'm not into it anymore. What do I do? And I'm just like, well, for your husband and your relationship sake, you need to at least try, you know, because yeah, just because you have a kid, you still have to remember your husband's there or your mm-hmm. wife, either way. Um, you can't kind of let that. Yeah, be like, spaced yeah. out like you have to have that together like you have to keep that close no no that you makes know? perfect perfect yeah. sense I, I can see that being an know. issue yes yeah, yeah it exactly. is a, it's a big issue and then also men that work too much like you know stay at home moms mm-hmm. they're home all day a lot of men you're you're home with the kids well the man has the man has to work yeah. they have to go out and work all day 
So it's like that's when a lot of like bad things start to happen with the relationship. Like yeah, I feel they too, don't spend enough time together. I was gonna say that too. I think one of uh, an issue I had in my marriage with my husband. One of the yeah. things you know, like after you know you give birth and you're home all day or whatever, um, you know you get all that time off. Yeah. But then the hus- your my husband was always working, but when he would get home, you know I would think I'm like okay I'm gonna get my break now, and then it didn't happen. So it's just like. Oh, so you he, he was coming home and you were like, okay, he's going to come home. He's going to help me. And then yeah, I'm going to... And then I can take a few hours to myself to decompress. And then that wasn't see. happening. And so then, then it's like, I know you're at work all day doing what you do. But when I'm, I'm at home, I'm, it's not that I'm not working. I'm technically, I feel like I'm working. Like, you know what I mean? With the Do you feel like women that stay home have a harder yeah. job than women that go out job. to work? I think it's just different. It it's, depends on it's full the time. Job. It's twenty four hours a day yeah. as opposed to like an eight hour job. job. Exactly, yeah. It job. And it depends on the job. I do, yeah, exactly. But I do think when I was at home with my daughter, like my newborn, and then when my husband at the time would get off work, I just wanted I like I just like I wanted to go to Target by myself. You know, that's like my happy place is Target. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yes. But, retail, retail yeah, therapy. Retail retail therapy. That's right. But then he would be you know, my husband would be like I just got off work. Like, I need time to myself. And then, like, you go crazy. Like, I was going crazy. I think a major part of that also, and it's important, and this is something that just hit me during this interview, is how was the man raised and what type of environment, including how was the woman raised, the partner, and what type of environment? Because... These things have to mesh or they have to come together. So uh, being older and from the dad goes to work, mom stays home and has a bunch of kids. That was back in the 50s and mm-hmm. 60s. Yeah. You know, that was and the, it yeah. worked. Yeah. Everything made sense and it worked. A woman she cooked, she cleaned, she, she had the babies. And she could have five kids, buy brand new Chevrolets and Buicks, and everything worked and have a mortgage. Things have changed. Yeah. For one man to go to work and just have a regular BS job with a little two or a four-year degree and have five kids and a wife stay home in a good school district and buy brand new cars, oh my lord. Yeah, I feel He better like... be a bad dude. <laughs> Things have changed. But see, the expectation of the man and what the woman's supposed to do, everything's changed. Therefore, the dynamic, there's a shift in the dynamic mm-hmm. based on where the man and the woman came from in their upbringing. And that's where you can have the crash. I know, and that really resonates with me, too, because my ex-husband grew up there where um, he was from the South, farm boy. His grandmother raised him, and he was, um, you know, it was like a traditional social norm household. The mom stayed home, took care of the kids. did it all. And did it all, and the, and the dad worked, you know. Yep. So I, I think that was his thing. You know, but I grew up in a military family. My dad was always deployed. My mom was still doing everything, but it's just like, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to like cry right here. You, you got me, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> you got me, Mitch. I'm real. You got me there. But um, it was, it was that, that what you were talking about, the way he grew up and what he expected. He was thinking it was going to be the same, but me, I like to work. I like to be, I like to have my own journey outside away from everybody like I want my own thing you know and when I was with my ex-husband like I wasn't getting that I was like 
stuck in the house yeah. and I couldn't do anything. You he, couldn't be you. I couldn't be me. He was tired. Expectations. Yeah. And you know, and I would, tr- and I would try and, um, I was a teacher. So even when I got home from teaching, he would be like, Oh, but all you do is teach kids all day. You only, and I'm like, yeah, imagine we have one all child. All you do? How can you say oh, all yeah. you do? That's a lot. Thank you. That's like, wrong. I'm going to cry because wrong. that's how I felt. Wrong. Like, every... Yep. I, yeah, we have one newborn. Imagine taking care of 65, 14-year-olds. Oh, my God. You know, I had a class of 25 to 30, three classes. Yeah, my, I only had three classes. Wow. They were about an hour and a half long. Unreal. But, you know... The mental pressure from expectations... From supposed loved ones can be dressed. Yeah. So I'm so glad that you guys touched on that because I was never going to bring that up. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That was good. So do you voice? Oh wait, till she gets back. Because I was going to ask, like, if you if you ever felt friction in your expectations, do you just voice that to Ashley? I voice everything to everyone. Oh, okay. There's no filter. There's no filter. Okay, no. so I guess that works out be always. Careful. It yeah. can. It can. You can go back to prison quick too. You gotta watch <laughs> that one. Yep, that's life. From your perspective, does she, if she feels there's any kind of friction, does she voice that to you right away? Does she let it marinate? Yeah, she's, uh, she was raised with a lot of love and a more happier, gentle. I had a wonderful father. Wonderful father. He worked a lot, but he was very devoted. A little bit different. We were definitely raised differently, Mm -hmm. um, which is a lot of people would say, wow, how do do y'all even. How are y'all even together? Because it works. total opposite, way big age gap. Yeah. But it's like it's it works. it's unreal. It's just how it just it happens. Um, I had asked Mitch's perspective on this, but I wanted to get yours on when you, um, if you feel there's any friction in your expectations from your partner, do you voice right away? Do you let it marinate a little bit? Like how? What is your process when you're not happy? You know, uh, with a certain situation. Well, to be honest, he is very, he has a very short fuse, so therefore, he, he's the sweetest person, but yet can be, I guess the word, crazy at the same time, so sometimes I have to, you know, realize, is it worth the argument, is it worth the fight, is it worth that, and then, so I have to really think before I, so I, I try to battles. really, I have to really think before I say something to him, because I know that I don't want to argue, I love him, I'm, 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 I love him very much. Love the family. I don't want to argue. Mm-hmm. Unless we only it, you know. argue over things that are nothing, especially if you. And I'm not saying we have to go thirty thousand feet in the air to get an overview of our life and people's lives. But there's a lot of people. They're in a smash, and life is a day to day struggle, and. Do we don't have green stamps. I wanted to point out we something else, too. Coupons. Really quick. Here's one, one thing I want to point out. A lot of people in my position, my age, with kids, you know, their age, three, six, and seven, they have some sort of family outlet where they can 
Call and talk to them. Well, Get advice. They're involved. They they want to be there. I mean, look at the neighbor's mom. She's there in the rover to pick the kids up from school right. all the time. They're like an integral part of that family right. because they're so happy right. to have grandchildren. They're so happy that everybody's healthy, and they want to share now their life with their grandchildren's life because that's what they yeah. wanted. And we have they had children, and now one of their children or some of their children have gotten married and started their life. They've moved out of the house, and now they have grandchildren, and now they get to have grandchildren to enjoy. That is called normal. We don't have normal. We have one grandparent, and that is my mom. Mm-hmm. Because he's older. His parents are gone, unfortunately. God bless their souls. Um, my father passed away when, he was, she, when she I was 20. So, and he was a wonderful person. Um, and would have been a great grandfather. Looked forward to having grandkids. That unfortunately didn't happen. Cancer sucks. F yes. cancer. My mom Fuck had cancer. cancer. Anyways. Um, it, so, yeah. my mom, she's been through a lot. All we live in a great neighborhood, but a really tough it, area yeah, outside. Because like, nobody's going to help. Because but it's just really as far money. as food goes. Really. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, and babysitting, the babysitting. I guess, but the care.com's I mean, all over. We got the Eleanor. Thing. Eleanor's in college. I mean, it's, it's, she's great. I got to give a shout out to her because she, Eleanor. They love it. Literally, Eleanor. she was with us all last summer. She's been here since Max was a newborn, which has been she three loves years. It. She does great, and she's literally part of our family. She's the only one that's really been there for us. And then you got this and, new girl. And then Crystal. Living, but Crystal. she's a full-time nanny for the two yes, kids at Cape But Henry. she comes over once a week, and she's my saving grace. Yes, because she's a saving grace. She helps with laundry, which I absolutely despise. <laughs> and she helps yeah. me with just being there for the kids, talking to the kids, entertaining the kids. We're about in an hour, but I did want to ask you guys. You're doing great. Yeah, no, this yeah. is really We're really good. enjoying your this podcast. Is, this so is so fun. We've never yeah. done this and we're yes. having a great time. This is turning out better than I expected. Yes. Um, yes. But I did want to ask if any time, because you work, she was saying you work, she articulated that you work a lot. So do you ever get dad-husband guilt? What is that? Like, you know, like, do you ever feel guilty that you are working so much? Or do you make it a point to be like, guys, I'm not going to be at the lot today. You're on your own. I'm going home to my wife and my kids. Well, actually, okay. Sorry. I started with the six and seven day a week grind to build the business. Mm -hmm. And I finally got it to where I can go to the gym in the morning and I can make a few calls Mm -hmm. and not go to work. Okay. I can use my telephone. I've got good people in good places. Mm -hmm. And then some days I'll go in after I work out, work for an hour or two, get Mm -hmm. it handled. So I don't have to work the hours that I used to. Okay. And it's been that way for quite some time. Okay. Because I built that business. That's why I opened another business, and Mm -hmm. I've got another person to help run the day-to-days. But bailing season's only really three months. Okay. And when I was talking about the guilt, like mom guilt, dad guilt, because I get we started day trade, so that's another thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That that caused some. That now we've had some ups and downs. Oh yeah. See. And, I, and she's involved, and she's good. She's better than she knows. Mm-hmm. And, I, and her input is valued, so I'm trying to bring her around into the day trade. Mm-hmm. And that is understanding economics and finance, and that's a lot. My father was a professor. He had two business oh, colleges. Okay. Yeah. And so there is something that has derived from that. 
So out of some of the hardship, there has been something that I have to attribute to my father mm-hmm. in reference to my I'm getting my PhD, my like one of my dreams to always just Good for you. you. Yes. That's, That's awesome. Like yes. <laughs> I think you'll do great. Oh, thank yeah. you. You're awesome. Um, but I was going to say, because with the guilt, like, so sometimes, like, because it, I'm a single mom. Like, my my husband, ex-husband lives in Hawaii, works and lives in Hawaii. So I... Does he support you? Do you have children? Yeah, we have one child together. Okay, uh, congratulations. Oh, thank you. She's uh, almost three. I get guilty here because sometimes, like, I need my own self-care and I can't really do that, you know, with my daughter... Because she takes I, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot. So I can, I'll can. i help you. Yes. Yeah, oh, thank I literally, you. I would literally well, bring the baby you. over to play. Because I, I know how important it is. Like, he'll watch the kids for me to get a pedicure. So that's I know. What I, that's yes. what I was going to talk about. Cause it's I little get, things. Yeah, I feel guilty because I'll bring her to my aunt's house to stay the night. Just so literally. You I have just, an aunt. There you go. Yeah, just so I can sleep in. I just want to sleep it in the morning. Like, gotcha. li- like uh, one Good time I you. one time I dropped her off at my aunt's house and I was and she was like, "Oh, are you going to go out tonight? Do you have a date?" No, I just want to go know? home. And just... I was like, "Auntie, I was like, I just want to sleep in." Good for you. You know, but I get guilty. I feel guilty and what, for tell doing me that. What you feel guilty about? That I, I I'm going to cry. God, y'all are getting me today. I mean, this never happened to me. <laughs> what oh. do you feel? Guilty I feel about? guilty that I'm dropping my daughter off somewhere to take care of myself. But you have to do that. Yeah, it's called self care. Yeah, yeah. You have and to we're do supposed that. to have you a have one night a week date, and sometimes we don't have that. No, no call me. I'll, I'll watch. Two I'll watch. Months I'll watch I'll call me. I'll come over months. and I'll watch the kids. Make sure okay, you guys go on a and date. I <laughs> will watch Lucy. Right? We'll trade. Yeah, her name's Lucy. That's yeah. We'll trade. We'll trade that. I'll come over for your guys' date. This is this is the thing. We don't have enough love from other people. Well, it's not, it's not like, I'm not saying other people are bad, but it's like, we just don't have the people. Like, we yeah. don't know. It's like, we're, it's hard like, to trust. But no, definitely, if you guys need a, really need a date night, give me, text me, give me a call, and I'll bring my daughter over. I'll make sure the kids are, oh, don't yeah. blow the house up. You can come over here. With <laughs> yeah, her. no, that'd yeah. be easy. Like, I, I still, even though, like, I read all the books, like, moms have to practice self-care, Parents have to practice self-care. Well, anybody, any essentially, but especially Single parents. Single mom thing is tough. Yeah. So I think too, but even though I read all this stuff, like, no, it's okay to take care of yourself. I still feel guilty. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So because like, you've done everything. But for your baby. you can't. Yeah. I mean, you, there comes a point where you just have Why? to. That's crazy. Yeah, but no, definitely. I think one of the things, one of my major things, is the self-care. But I just, I just always want to know if other parents ever get that. Like, where they feel the guilty for taking care of themselves. You know what I mean? As much time as I spend, because it relates... All right, that's a mental thing. Here you go. Mm -hmm. That's your brain analyzing and playing against itself. Okay, here we go. This is part of psychology. And it goes back to what I said. How were you raised? I was raised, because I'm older, in the typical... Dad went to work, mom stayed home, raised everybody, and now that I'm able to spend a ton of time with my family, help cook, help do the dishes all the time, and that's fine, I love it, because I got nervous energy. So she cooks a lot and does a lot of that, but I'm like helping dish dishes, and and I'm around all the time, I'm around all the time, I'm running go-karts, a lot of these people that go to work, they go to work before I do, and they come home, they never see me leave. Mm-hmm. My neighbors are doctors and, and doctors and yeah. just, just everybody around me has got a big education and a whole lot going on. Mm-hmm. I got a story. 
Yeah. And I'm the guy that's always in the neighborhood playing with his kids. Does he ever go to work? Yeah. Because I'm a business owner. Yeah. I was going to say, when you said dad guilt. I'm guilty. I actually get mad because it's, it's based partially on the way you're raised. And it's you punishing yourself Mm -hmm. in reference to this little bit of time that you need for yourself. Yeah. So don't punish yourself. Yeah. Step back and think about what you've done for you and the child Mm -hmm. without any help. Yeah. And you've overpaid. So if you've overpaid, what happens is you you, you feel guilty because you're not overpaying. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. Because human nature, you... We do the same thing over and over, and then you get used to that. And so as soon as you fall out of that pattern, and it was a good thing you were doing, then you mentally feel bad about it. Yeah. And you shouldn't. He's always just been the type of dad to... In a nutshell. Because he had the business set up when we got together. Um, I waited. (laughs) He um, basically just has always, since we've had children, we've always worked together before we had kids. We had kids, and he only worked maybe two hours three hours max a day and that's how it's been and some people would probably say that's not healthy because whoa like my grandma was like y'all spend way too much time together but it's it's just it's a couple like i was gonna say yeah you guys are why would you not yeah want to be with your it's not healthy to be i mean your lover whoever you love whoever you have children i'm not shaming anybody that does like take vacations with with their girlfriends or their friends or whatever that's that's great everybody's different you know a hundred years is a blink of an eye eye. life is short Mm -hmm. the dinosaurs will inhabit this earth longer than the humans trust me on that one folks yeah so but uh this is this like turned out way better than I thought it was going to be. I have like a whole new vision for this episode. <laughs> like, well, is this, this is like a therapy session. We can do like a yeah. continued part two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, can, I mean there's, there's you so might much. Get more reaction from this than you. Ever oh, we can. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, I mean, there's I so much that we can tell you. But you're going to get some reaction no, this from this. Really, really. So it's going to hit some ears. Oh, yeah. I need my shoes. <laughs> there's Miss London. London Reese. But um, no, I think we're really good. Um, Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we, because I want to close with what you two, your favorite things about each other, no matter how little, how small. And I also want to get the kids in here to say what their favorite things are about their mom and dad. Well, I'll start with my love. And I don't know if it's from Mitchie, Babe. I normally just call him Babe. I mean, babe. that's fine. Do you guys have nicknames for each other? I just say Babe. I, I don't like, I mean, Mitch has never really been my favorite. I'm being honest. Like, his name's Cameron Mitchell. Mitchell's just way too formal. And <laughs> Mitch, I feel like it's just kind of, I don't know. But Cameron, just, nobody calls him Cameron, so I call him Babe. Uh-huh. So fine. this is Babe. Love, love Babe. Ash. Yeah. I'm so love what Ash. I love about him is... Just the the sex like the sex appeal like he just he just turns me on. Uh-huh. He's just we just vibe together. We really vibe. We 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 always I can, talk. I get we just that we never run out of things to talk about. Uh-huh. Um, it's we have a great parent relationship with the mm-hmm. kids. He's a great father. He's um, just really just a great person all around. I trust him, and that's a major mm-hmm. factor. The trust. And so just trust, because she'll say, I love you a lot. And I say, that's fine. Like if there's an argument or something, trying to tone things down, I love you, I love you, I love you. And I love you is great. 
I love you. It's some words. Love is shown. Love, it is something that is lived. Love mm-hmm. is something yep. that is. It is the greatest. It's more than just it words. Is more. It's more than words. It is the strongest one. It's love. It's talked about. And also, he makes really cute babies. So, cute. like, yeah, I literally feel like I, 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 I'm asked, I told him I want another one, but he's. It, cute babies, yeah, yeah. The, sweet, the, but love, she's, she's on. I mean, I, and, 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 We're best and, and me to her about her is is the is is honesty, honesty, just communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we we try to answer the phone, we try to know what we're doing, we communicate, and we trust each other with the children. We're on the same page, you know, mm-hmm. to make sure the children are safe, to make sure that, that, that the doors are locked, the vehicles are locked, just the, just the basics that, that I grew up with. And my dad wasn't the greatest, but he was conservative, and... He wasn't a cha- he wasn't a risk taker at all. He he was kind of set, so he made mistakes. What's but your number one favorite thing about Ashley? There's a lot. If you could pick one word, I've got it. Right, that's I got it. To, I don't know. Let me think. I mean, one word. My favorite thing. Consistency. Okay. No, that makes no. That makes sense. Yeah, in all aspects. Consistency. That's a good one. Yeah. That is a very good one. Because I can't say love because love is what we're talking about. But love can 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 waver. Well, I was going to say wane. Is it wane or wine? But love can come and go. But love is still there. You see, love is a funny thing. Are you in love? Will you always love something? Are you in love? Are and then you infatuated? Like different levels of that the love. That is correct. That's you what know? I'm saying. That's do you right. love? Do you love this person for the kids? Do you love it for the for the money? Do you love it for the for the comfort? Or do consistency. You, like, you have, because you know. what happens? Like, consistency means that it it, it channels it itself in degrees and. The longer the relationship, when you start adding children, you you add degrees of difficulty, yeah. stress and pressure, especially when there's no family. Mm-hmm. So if you are consistent in your love in this relationship, then you check the boxes. Oh, I love that. Okay, so before we bring the kids in, do you guys have, let me do like... Uh, what I was telling you, like the mama knows best. So what would be your guys's uh, mama knows best, daddy knows best, number one advice to for a long, fruitful relationship? For well, like, I think for consistency was a good one. Your the number next one. word is honesty. So consistency. Are you talking about marriage or are you talking about being a kid for like mom to kids? No, no, no. For uh, relationships. Okay. Like any um, like marriages, just boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. So Just keep it spicy. Oh, I like that. Yes. So actually keep it, keep it spicy. Keep it spicy and, and, and just, yeah. And then Mitch is honesty and consistency. I love that. That's awesome. Well, I'm very blessed because the spicy part is very natural for me. I'm very blessed Um, as a man. All right. So we've got the kids here now, and I thought it would be really cool to share their favorite things about their mom and dad, but it can only be one thing about each. So you have to pick your favorite thing about your mom and your favorite thing about your dad. (laughs) Okay? London. My favorite thing about mommy is 
that I love her. What about your dad? Um, I do because I like it because he draws pictures with me. Oh, so he spends a lot of time, quality time. And I like, and I, and I love mommy. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, London. Okay, your turn, buddy. This is Maddox. He's he's oh, yeah. only three. I love hers. What, <laughs> what about your dad? What's your favorite thing about your dad? My dad and, 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 and tennis shoes on. What? <laughs> what? With his shoes on? Yeah. He lets what you... do you love doing with daddy? Uh, uh. Going to work? Yeah. You like going to work with your dad? Yeah. That's Went super to, cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> Jackson, it's your turn. Your turn, Jackson. Just say what your favorite thing is. Maybe, or if you, if you tell, can't think of. What's your favorite thing about mom and dad, what do you love, What's your favorite thing you love to do with dad? Tell the microphone what's your favorite thing to do with mom and then dad. My favorite thing to do with mom is I like when she puts me to bed. Oh. Yeah. What about your dad? What's your favorite thing to do with your dad? I like when he spends time with me. Yes. Racing the go-kart. <laughs> do you want to talk about what your favorite things to do? Because you just said you just love them. So you um, want to talk about what your favorite thing to do is with each of them? My favorite thing to do with Mommy is play with my Barbies with her. And with Daddy, colors. Because we color pictures. Yes, we do, honey. Thank you. That's right, London. So, and I love that all of the kids basically articulated that their all of their favorite things is, and they mentioned quality time stuff. And so... That's important. Yeah. There's a major disconnect it's happening. You can do that too. That is correct. Because it's tough. And I was in another relationship, and what happens is you try to throw your kid in front of a TV with a VCR, which is now turned into a DVD, a tablet, which is now iPad. turned into a tablet. Mm -hmm. Now it's a phone. It's that's what's happening. And quality time with pens and pencils. Yes, ma'am. All right. So yes, unfortunately, London, I'm so sorry, honey. If I you are listening to this, I cut you off. If anyone is curious as to what London was so eager to tell us, it was that her favorite fruit was strawberries and grapes. Um, I hope you all love this episode. Uh, let me know on Instagram at the Good Milf how much you loved it. Um, shoot me a DM, whatever, if you have any questions that you want me to answer about this episode. Um, like always, subscribe, 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 rate, and review on whatever listening platform that you do utilize. That truly, truly helps me out a lot. I know I'm like a broken record when I say that, but it really does. Like algorithms are a fucking biatch. Um, also, you will notice that I did release this episode a day early on a Sunday. I love this episode so much and it gave me all the feels. I was like, yeah, this has to go out on Valentine's Day. Um, so I hope you all have a good one and I will see you next Monday. Bye.